Philadelphia, get ready to be inspired. If you need help finding the light in the darkness, don't touch that dial. Let's navigate life through the lens of hope with Scotty P. Inspirational speaker Scotty P speaks the importance of mental health in society and encourages techniques to overcome the everyday mental health obstacles that hold us back in life. It's not just inspiration, it's Scotty P. Inspiration. Hello, Philadelphia and the surrounding counties in New Jersey, Bucks, Montgomery, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for being here for the second episode of the Scotty P. Inspiration Show with your host, none other than me, Scotty P. Scott Prendergast. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday, everybody. I really appreciate it. And I hope what you hear today in this show is going to be able to help you for your weekend. And you're going to be able to take a little bit of something away from this, apply it to your life today, and it's going to help you with whatever it is that you're going through. So again, thank you for being here, everybody. And I want a special thanks to WWDB. They are the ones we are at their studio today. We are recording. And you can check out past episodes of my show on WWDBAM.com, as well as Spotify, as well as on my YouTube channel, which is Scotty P. Inspiration, Facebook, Apple Music, anywhere, any streaming pro platform. You can check it out and listen to these episodes. So really looking forward to that and excited for you all to be here today. We're doing a guest again. I've got a fantastic guest with us today. He's a good friend of mine, someone who is just amazing wealth of knowledge and can do so many different things and wears many different hats. So I'm going to introduce him real quick to you all. Before we bring him in, though, I just want to let everybody know that in addition to the website and all the different ways you can listen to us, also know that the YouTube channel is probably going to be the best way with the visual as well. And again, the YouTube, everybody, that is Scotty P. Inspiration, so you can check that out. All right, now that we got the administrative stuff out of the way, let's introduce our guest. So our guest name is Matt Bellis. Now, since 1995, Matt has been a professional speaker and a stand-up comedian. His programs encourage over 100,000 youth and adult per year to persuade natural highs and reduce stress. Dr. Bellis has a PhD in clinical neuropsychology from Drexel University. He also trained at the National Institute of Mental Health and the Traumatic Brain and Spinal Cord Units at Mount Sinai Medical Center in New York City. So, aka, this dude's not messing around. He knows what he's doing. He's also the author of two self-help books, A Better High, and also more recently, Life is Disappointing and Other Inspiring Thoughts. Matt was also featured in the documentary on CBS called Voices of Hope. So everybody, without further ado, my guest, Matt Bellis. Matt, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thanks for having me, Scott. Glad to be here talking to, to the Philly people. Well, I, it all started for me. <laughs> Philly, Drexel, the Laugh House on South Street. I started doing stand-up. Love Philly. You know, we always love to keep our roots strong here, and we always like to produce and put on all of those who are from our area. So we really appreciate you and everything you do. And just being in the Philly, Jersey area, it's really nice to see other people who are passionate about mental health, too. So we've got a great show today for everybody. Matt is just, like I said, a wealth of knowledge. You can talk about so many different things. Now, to kind of kick this off, I really want to dive into this, Matt. One of the things you've talked about a lot recently in one of your most recent books, Life is Disappointing and Other Inspiring Thoughts, you talked about how when there's pain in our lives and that difficulty, for some people, it drives them forward to success. It propels them forward. But for other people, it kind of holds them back and can put them in a pretty difficult spot. I would love to hear from you what your thoughts on are why this happens and kind of how we can use that pain to be the first one, use it to propel us rather than holding us back. So what do you think about that? Well, you, you have a lot of energy, Scott, and I think uh, that's great, right? You, you carry the show, high energy, positive sort of sounding voice. I think that's really important. 
Uh, some people, though, when they go through disappointment, that that negative voice dominates. It comes out. You know, human beings have the negativity bias. We look for what's wrong and what's missing all the time. It's it's partly what drives our survival. But uh, for some of us, that that voice can take over, right? It can really get in the way after you've experienced a disappointment, which, by the way, may have nothing to do with you, Mm -hmm. right? The pandemic's a perfect example, especially for guys like us who speak for a living in front of super spreaders, right? All of a sudden, (laughs) the work is gone, nothing to do with you, but, uh, you know, it's overwhelming. And so the negativity can take over. Now, it's interesting that not everybody has that response, right? Some people have this sort of post-traumatic growth response where they kick in right away with the, okay, what can I do mm-hmm. to, uh, to get out of the situation, to use this, whereas other people turn inward and, uh, and focus on what they did perhaps to cause this, why they're at fault, and they can be stuck in the mud for a little longer. Mm. Yeah, I love how you just said that they're stuck in the mud for a little longer. I think that's a great way to put it because I know in my past, before I kind of discovered the wonders of CBT, we'll say, I found that I was always stuck in that same negative cycle. Scott, you're worthless. Scott, nothing, like you can't do anything right. Oh, and here's all the evidence to prove that you can't do anything right. And I would stay in that cycle of negativity all the time. And it was so difficult to get out of that. So Dr. Bellis, I'm wondering if you could share with us, let's say there's a huge setback in your life, whether it was because of you or something out of your hands like the pandemic. What is one of the things that we want to make sure that we do to kind of try to use that pain and use that positive voice, right? Instead of staying stuck in that cycle. Like what are some things that we can do right here, right now that the listeners can do to prevent them from falling into that rabbit hole, so to speak? I think the first thing is to realize that this is a process and you're not the only one in human history to go through major disappointments, (laughs) but there is a process by which you come out of it. It's almost like if you have a, you'll say you're a football player, you're playing for the Eagles and uh, you know, you get that ACL (laughs) tear and everybody kind of knows the time course like okay you got to have surgery then it's going to be this many weeks to recover and then you can play again around now right Mm -hmm. we have that it's it's sort of stereotyped recovery process but nobody really talks about that when it comes to life disappointments but sure enough if you delve into the topic like i did in my book you start to realize oh wait a minute there is like a time course i even uh tracked it out for myself. As I'm writing the book, I, I lost my dad, who grew up, by the way, in South Philly, and then again, South Jersey's family moved when he was like five. Uh, and he, uh, he had a sudden fall in December of 2020. Healthy guy, but he fell and got a subdural hematoma and never woke up. And so it was just devastating, right? And as I'm in the midst of writing this book, I realized, okay, this is a huge disappointment for me. Let me kind of be aware day to day, like just check in with myself for a few minutes each day and monitor how it's going. And what I noticed was the first like five days, my sleep was disturbed. I was waking up in the middle of the night, um, just feeling really down, uh, not myself. There was like this weight on my chest, just realizing mm-hmm. something terrible has happened. And then that was, same thing was happening, by the way, for my family, for my brother, my mother. And then we noticed around day four or five, you start to how to come out of it. Your sense of humor returns a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start sleeping through the night because you're exhausted. Yeah. Uh, but then you start to look for, um, at least I did, for other uh, sort of themes besides just the sort of the woe is me, this is horrible. You start to look for uh, perhaps some meaning in this or how we're going to get through this. And, and for me, within about two weeks, I began writing that book 
with such inspired work. I mean, can I tell you that before my dad fell, I was making every excuse in the world not to finish it because mm-hmm. I was halfway in. After he fell a few weeks later, I couldn't write enough. Mm. So for me, writing became this coping mechanism, this outlet. And I didn't even, it wasn't a conscious choice. I mean, it just felt good mm-hmm. to write and to write about what happened to my dad. So I gravitated towards it. I think for the average person listening to this, you may not even be aware of what that thing is that's going to help you get out of that situation or make you feel better, but just try to pay attention to it. If it's exercise that does it, if it's friends, if it's something artistic, but when you, when you latch onto it, go in the direction of doing more of that thing. Mm -hmm. And you just might find a, that the work is inspired. In my case, I think my book was far better than it would have been had that not happened to my dad, but B you're going to be healthier for it because you've got this, this sort of moment to, to reflect or at least distract yourself from the disappointment that you've been through. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Everything you just said there, Dr. Bellis. And one of the things that I love, I remember I saw you speak and we've talked about this. You have this term that you came up with called natural highs and finding those natural highs in your life that are in a way kind of exactly what it is, a natural high. It gets you that feeling, kind of that dopamine rush, right? To, to get you moving forward through whatever you're dealing with. I have something similar. I call them emergency joys. And for those who have listened to my show, who know about me, I'm sure you know all about emergency joys and the importance of them. Now, one of the things I would love to ask you here is, what do you say to maybe a listener who's listening to this show, who has just gone through a, a big time tragedy, whether it's a legitimate tragedy or whether it's just something they're perceiving as a tragedy? And they say to you, hey, Dr. Bellis, hey, Scott, I can't find hope in anything. I don't see a single thing in this world that's going to bring me out of this. I have nothing to hold on to. I can't find a natural high. I can't find an emergency joy. I am just in such a dark place that I don't even want to move. And they're really showing signs of that depression. What are you going to say to that person? What is the first thing you're going to do to try to help that person to get a grasp on some of that hope again? Well, first of all, I I did not invent the term natural high. I remember being in high school and seeing the counselor, the guidance counselor with a poem of natural highs, like just like thousands of them on a poster. I sort of took it to the next level. I wanted to do some research on it. Uh, So for me, I'm writing my book, A Better High. It was all about, hey, what's what's written out there? And there really hadn't been anything comprehensive on it. Mm -hmm. So I, I delved into how the brain has these experiences. And you're right. There are some people who just come at you with that. I feel hopeless. I'm depressed nothing works. That does happen. It happens fairly regularly that someone says that to me. So first of all, there are situations that simple, quick advice is not going to work for people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I, in, in my book on life is disappointing. There was a whole chapter basically. And well, what do you do when you're just sort of over your head and, and nothing you're trying in a self-help book seems to be working. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people who really could use some professional help. They need, you mentioned CBT earlier, cognitive mm-hmm. behavioral therapy, can be really effective to get people out of a deep, dark place. Uh, there are situations where medication can save a life. Um, but please, you know, go, go to your doctor, see a psychiatrist. If you can find one these days, right? <laughs> Talk to somebody to, uh, to help get you to a place where you're more open to trying, you know, different activities. What I find is, and in, in my um, practice early on when I was in my training, was that if you, ha- you could get somebody some, some therapy or medication and get them to the place where they're more open to trying things, they just might discover um, a few activities that really does it for them, something that makes them feel better and, and gives them a little bit of hope uh, and gets them out of that, that pit. 
Yeah, I love how you said that. It's just a kind of a sometimes a process of trial and error. And I tell people this all the time when I talk about finding your emergency joys. All people say, "Well, Scott, I don't know what mine are." And I'm like, "Well, you, we gotta we gotta try to find that out. We gotta figure that out. And how do we do that by trying different things?" And I always tell people, "Go in the direction of your interest. Go down that avenue of your interest, and then within that avenue, look at it like you're almost stopping at each individual store. You're going into this store. Do I like anything here? Eh, not really. I'm going into this store. Well, I like this a little bit more." And as you dive into your interests and you open up these different doors on this avenue, so to speak, eventually you'll find that thing that just really gives you that something to hold on to, that gives you that little bit of hope, that gives you that little bit of joy to move forward through whatever it is that you're dealing with. And to make this clear, what me and Matt are talking about here, this is not going to take away all your problems. This is not going to make everything okay and it's all good all the time. Woohoo! I just am so happy 24-7. No, this is not going to do that. But you know what it's going to do? It's going to give us a little bit of that hope. And my friends, when we have hope, that right there, that's when we learn how to seek out help. And when we seek out help, that's how we learn how to properly heal. But we cannot do that until we first have some of that hope in our lives. And that's what natural highs do for us. That's what emergency joys do for us. So Matt, real quick, we got about a minute real quick before we go to commercials. One of the things I want to ask you in your life, what are some of your natural highs that you turn to when you find yourself maybe struggling a little bit? Well, one of my favorites is surfing. And to give you a quick story behind it, I was in my mid-20s, got dumped, felt really down. I mean, it was like right before the summer, and mm. it was just drudgery getting through every day. And I can remember going to Ocean City down the Jersey Shore <laughs> and watching a guy kayaking in the waves. He's riding waves with a kayak. And as I'm at this low point in my life, sitting at the beach, and how funny is that? You're at a beach and you feel terrible. <laughs> but I see this guy riding these waves, and I think to myself, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm just looking at this image and I thought I have to do that. So I ran out and I, I bought a kayak. My mother thought I was crazy at the time. And I learned how to ride those waves with the kayak. And eventually that led me to surfing and getting us getting surfing lessons. And as I'm riding waves years later, um, the coolest thing occurred. I was in grad school at Drexel and there was a young woman in my class my psychology class. And it was early November, but the waves are good and it was warm. Mm -hmm. And she said, what are you doing after class today? We have like the second half of the day off. And I said, I'm going surfing and we go to the beach. And she she was like, Ooh, who's this guy? Well, that woman turned out to be my now wife of nearly 20 years. Right. So (laughs) you see the progression, right? I went from being down, getting inspired to get in the water. And that led me to, you know, to my wife ultimately. And I think Mm. life can do that to us sometimes that we don't always see the path. Mm, I love it. And listeners, I want you to hear what he just said. We don't always see the path, but it's important. You stay on that path. You keep walking. You know, look where he went from a position where he was in such a low place. And because he found that joy, ultimately, it led to his wife and happiness. So stay with us, everybody. We're going to be right back. We've got so much more to talk about after these quick commercial breaks. So do not move. Stay here. And we will see you in a moment or two. Hey, everyone. Eric Katz here, the owner of Katz Dogs Canine. Are you working from home and need to get your dog out running around for the day? Will you be traveling this summer and looking for a place to board your pup? Is your dog looking a little shaggy and need a haircut or bath? Are you looking forward to walking around and enjoying this beautiful weather, but you can't because your dog's pulling like a freight train? Well, you're in luck. We are a one-stop shop that focuses on daycare, boarding, grooming, and training. We are located at 35 Middle Road, Percocy, PA on 10 beautiful acres. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Cats Dogs Canine or our website, catsdogscanine.com. Our phone number is 855 Cats Dog, 855 528 9364. 
What's going on, everyone? This is Scott Prendergast here, a.k.a. Scotty P. Real quick, I want to talk to you about my business. It's called Scotty P. Inspiration. And what I am is I'm an inspirational speaker, and I want to help others navigate life through the lens of hope. Now, I do this through speaking engagements, but also one-on-one life coaching. So if you're interested in booking me or doing some of that coaching, let me know. Check me out at www.scottypinspiration.com or check out my Instagram at scottyp underscore inspo. Find Yourself Boxes was to create the foster the connection between a person and those in life who may be working through mental health challenges by providing curated and customizable boxes filled with research-backed wellness products that promote healing. Coupling personal experience with professional mental health guidance, Find Yourself Boxes meets people where they are on their journey. Wellness doesn't look the same for every person, and these products are packaged together to touch various aspects of our wellness spectrum. Find your healing with Find Yourself Boxes at findyourselfboxes.com, and you can get 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, you know, I've been around for a while now. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so thankful you're tuning in this Friday to the Scotty P Inspiration Show with your host here, Scott Prendergast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've got a great episode for you today. We're here with Dr. Matt Bellis. He's got Philly roots. Don't worry. So it's all good. He's been here. He's in the Jersey area. He knows what's up. He's from Drexel. So everybody... Thank you again for listening to us. And again, you can find out this episode and past episodes as well on www.dbam.com. Or you can also check out my YouTube page. That's Scotty P Inspiration. And you can also look up the Scotty P Inspiration show on Spotify, Apple Music, as well as my own website, which is www.scottypinspiration.com. So Dr. Bellis, great to have you on here today. want to dive in here with this second part with a question that I think I get a lot and I would love to hear your thoughts on it as well. So when we talk about disappointment, okay, that is something that I feel like a lot of people run away from. People will go their whole lives trying to avoid disappointment because of the thoughts and feelings that are often associated with it. I personally think that disappointment is the catalyst for greatness. I think you can't have any type of greatness, any type of success until you first have disappointment. So what do you think are some of the things that you would tell the listeners who maybe are weary of disappointment and who are shying away from it? How can you kind of convince them to say, hey, this is something we want to work through because a lot of good that can come from this. So what do you think you would tell the listeners? One of my favorite quotes is the most beautiful waves, they come from the biggest storms. And you may notice in life that uh, the most successful among us, artists, scientists, you know, world leaders, they've often been through some stuff. They've been through pain, loss, failure. A disproportionate number of world leaders have lost parents before the age of 10. And you wonder, how is that possible? How does that happen? And it happens because they they go through these incredibly difficult times, but through the tension, they find a way out of it. I think our world today, though, for the most part, keeps us away from disappointment, right? We're so used to getting our own way and quickly. We order things that are at our door or maybe a few hours later. Uh, we don't have to perhaps work as hard as we used to for everyday things. So just hold on if you're in that difficult spot right now and know that that inspiration, that passion, it will come. But like many things in life and like many good things in life, we got to be patient with it. We got to give it a little bit of time. So I love that quote, Dr. Bellis. That was fantastic. Now, to kind of build off of this, as we get towards the, the back half of the show here, what are some, let's see how we put this. What are some specific strategies that you would say are your go-to strategies outside of like, you know, your natural highs and stuff, maybe your strategies in your mind that you use when you start to say, hey, you know what, 
I'm being real negative to myself today. Hey, I'm letting this situation really eat me alive today. What are some things that you kind of do on the fly to help negate some of those feelings from just overtaking your entire mood? Yeah, there are cognitive behavioral techniques that anyone can do in their life. It doesn't require you to be in a therapy session to learn them. I talk about them extensively in my book because when you're going through the acute phase of disappointment, you need to get through it mm-hmm. and you need to find techniques that work for you. I can tell you what works for me on a very short-term level. I do a breathing exercise that involves the fingers on my left hand and tracing each finger with my right hand. I can do it mentally now, but when I first mm. started, it was basically you, you breathe in as you go up to the tip of your thumb, you hold it for a few seconds, and then you breathe out as you get to the bottom. And you do that for each finger, ah. hold it to the top and go down. And I'll tell you, by the third or fourth finger, no matter what I'm stressing over, seems to dissipate. There is a calmness that overtakes me. And I think I can get through this. And oftentimes I do this sort of mental thing when I'm in that moment, maybe someone's stressing me They're, you know, it's like right there, I can feel it. And I just need to get through this moment right now. Mm. Generally speaking, I I try to uh, meditate once a day in the afternoon for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I find that that really rests my brain in a deep way. It makes up for any sort of mistakes from the night before sleep, like I couldn't (laughs) fall asleep or I woke up early. Meditation saves me throughout the day. Uh, Exercise is another one, whether it's just walking, whether it's bike riding like I did today, it could be surfing like I did this weekend, like any activity that gets you up and moving, even if you don't want to do it, it's amazing how our brains respond so positively to physical activity. That's what we're meant to do. So those sort of three basic things, a simple meditation, a more involved one, and moving my body every day helps keep me going on an even keel, especially though when I'm going through a a disappointing stretch. Mm, This is just gold right here. I hope listeners, you realize that this is some great stuff. Like this is some prime advice that you could take and just run with in your day today and apply to your lives. Like I'm getting excited. I already know about this stuff, but I'm getting excited. Come on, let's go. So Dr. Bellis, I, I love what you were talking about there. I don't know if you know, you know if you realize you said it or not, but you said in this moment. Okay. And that made me think of it like this. Life is filled with moments. Some moments are good. Some moments are bad. And inevitably, we're not going to be able to control which ones are good and which ones are bad a lot of times. A lot of that's just out of our hands. But if we remember and remind ourselves, this is just a moment. This is a moment. This is not my entire life. This is not 100% who I am. This is but one moment. And there are going to be millions more in my life too. And I think for me, sometimes when I take that step back and I remind myself, this is just one moment, it takes some of the pressure off. It takes some of that internal pressure on me to feel like I've got to be, have it together all the time. I got to be happy all the time. And I just remind myself, this is one moment. You've probably had 80 since you've woke up, woke up today and this will pass just like the other ones too. So for listeners out there, if you find yourself struggling, remind yourself of that too. These exercises Dr. Bellis just talked about, but remind yourself, this is just one moment. It is not your entire life. And being able to separate how you feel from reality sometimes is such an important thing. What do you think about that, Dr. Bellis? You remind me of, a, I think, a funny story, Scott, because I live in Princeton, New Jersey now, which is a privileged community, and I coach baseball, and I notice that even when the kids lose big games in Princeton, they just have this attitude like, eh, you know, let's go get ice cream. Like, when I was a kid, sports was everything. Like It was almost oh, yeah. like you had to get out of this town. we got to win this game so we can get out of here. Like That was the attitude we had. But in Princeton, it's like, ah, whatever. And I remember my son, he was like maybe 9 or 10, and there was a championship game. Ooh, championship game, right? And uh, we lost. And I'm driving home with him thinking he's going to be just devastated at this. But he had the greatest reaction to the whole thing because he's like, oh, dad, there's always another game. 
Mm. And I look at it, I'm like, that's that's it right there. That's why I, <laughs> I love that, that he's thinking that way. I didn't think that way when I was a kid. To me, again, that championship <laughs> meant everything. But right. for him, it's like, yeah, you know what? This was a moment, like you said. Maybe it was a big moment, but there's going to be other moments. And there's no reason to put so much weight on this game. This doesn't really mean anything. And sure enough, he's had other championships since then. Some go well, some don't. They're just another moment. Mm, I love that. And I follow uh, Dr. Bellis on Facebook, so I'm always catching up and seeing his son making plays out there. I'm sure soon enough it'll be his son playing for the Phillies out here. Who knows? I mean, come on. There's going to be some things. But Dr. Bellis, it has been awesome to have you on your show. We're getting towards the end here. So I want to give you the chance to let everyone know where they can find you, a little bit more about information on how to contact you if they want you to come speak, have an engagement. So where can everyone find you at? Well, if they're interested in, in the books, certainly you can go on Amazon, Barnes and Noble and get Life is Disappointing and Other Inspiring Thoughts. It is a humorous book about disappointment, you know, pain, loss, failure. Um, you can certainly go to social media, just Matt Bellis, M-A-T-T-B-E-L-L-A-C-E on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And uh, you can learn more than you ever wanted to know about me on my, my website, mattbellis.com. Oh, that's wonderful, Matt. Well, thank you so much for being on the show for us today. And to my listeners, as we wrap things up here, I just want to let you all know that, hey, this life, it's going to be tough, but there are beautiful moments to be found in it. Sure, there are some difficult ones, but let's put some time and energy on focusing on those beautiful ones. And if you're in a difficult spot right now, remember that there are more to come. So I appreciate you all for joining us today on the Scotty P Inspiration Show. Thank you so much to Dr. Bellis for being on. And for everybody else, check us out again next week. we got more inspirational content for you all. So thank you all. Have a great weekend. I really appreciate it. Scotty P signing off.